Hello and welcome to Faithfully Unafraid. I'm your host, Jana, and I'm so excited about our episode today. I have a very special friend on today, Tiffany. If you're on Instagram, you will know her as Deep Rooted Truth. Um, Tiffany and I met last year. Is that when we met? I think, I think so, last yeah. year. Um, we actually get to work together, um, and I love that the Lord has brought us together as friends and allowed us to build a friendship um, because we both are a Christian women in this wild, wild west world of Instagram and social media and having a public platform and talking about sometimes hard things. Um, so yeah, this is Tiffany and today we are going to talk about how Instagram is not your Bible. I titled this one, Instagram ain't your Bible. Cause you know, <laughs> I saw that. I love it. <laughs> Do you want to get started with yeah. All the things we have so much to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know really where to start other than like, um, you know, I I think I think this for me really started when COVID hit because I wasn't really on Instagram prior. I mean, I was like I've had my account for forever um, and I just kind of revamped it. But I think COVID really it kind of like changed us. Right. It opened our eyes to a lot of things. Um, Amen. But <laughs> yeah, which is a really good thing, I think. Like as terrible as those, you know, years of COVID were, not that it's really over because it's gonna always be here. But do you know what I mean? Um, I think, I think it really woke us up to a lot of stuff. Um, but it also kind of like numbed us down to a lot of things as well. And I think us just we were on our phones, we were secluded in our house, and so like online church and the online space really like just blew up. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, would you agree with that? I, I don't know. Those are just, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, th- yeah. I think there was a lot of beauty in it, right? Like, church became accessible in a more convenient way, right? Because, I mean, even mm-hmm. churches who didn't really do, like, a virtual option kind of thing, um, when the pandemic happened, near about everybody went to a virtual option. And I love yep. that. I do. But I think you're absolutely right. We were secluded. We were on our phones. I mean, good gracious. I'd hate to see all of our screen time <laughs> reports. We're on our Yikes. phones so much. And it just led to this. Um, oh, that's a whole nother podcast episode. Our screen time and addiction to our phones. Mm-hmm. But I think for the Christian or for the person with questions about Christianity or questions about God or whatever, it became a place where it was very easy to find, quote unquote, Christian content, um, which can be dangerous because I feel like I say this every episode, this is the hill I'll die on. Um, Anybody can say anything they want to and cherry pick a Bible verse out of the Bible and claim that what they're saying is biblical or is what, or that what they're saying is from God. Um, And that's just not the case. Like we need to be discipled and we need to study and we need to Um, be able to discern those things. So that's kind of, I think, really what both of us want to talk about here today, because it's just something that's so um, important to both of us. And it's not like from a, from a place of condemnation or a place of judging other people for doing this. It's, but I think both of us, we know each other well enough and we've had these conversations. I think both of us have been in this place before where we fell prey to that. Um, So would you agree? Like, 100% kind of what it looks like yeah a hundred percent um I I think that well let me just start off too by saying that when like because I'm mainly on Instagram but 
when people come to my page, I sincerely hope that they are always turning to the word first. Like, mm-hmm. because what, like what you said, I think people get the wrong idea about um, Instagram in general, but just like, I don't like this word, but people have referred to me as it before. And I, I don't like it because I know myself and I'm always like, I'm just, I'm just a weird squirrely person that is sharing the truth online (laughs) from based on the Bible, but that you always should be basing it on what the Bible says. And so even when you come to like my page or any other person with a large following, quote unquote, influencer, whatever you want to call people, like you have to be lining it up with what the Bible says, because like you said, anybody can take, I mean, people can cherry pick verses and people can take verses out of context and people can take this, that, and the other thing and put it on Instagram. And because we see it online, we think it's the truth, like automatically. Or because because somebody famous shared it. Like, we're not going to throw people under the bus, but we all know false teachers and some are very, I mean, they're the people that have these mega churches and there's just, it's just a, a dangerous gospel that they're sharing um, because a, um, a lot of times there are some good things that they're saying and some true things that they're saying. But a lot of times, if you don't align what they're saying to scripture, um, it it's not the actual gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of the Bible that they're actually preaching and teaching and sharing. Yeah. And that I think is uh, this whole, like my truth has seeped into Christianity too. (laughs) Girl, you were speaking my language. (laughs) I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say all Christians say this, but there are some Christians that will like repeat that phrase of just like, you need to live your truth or that's not your truth or however they want to phrase it. And it's like, your truth is constantly changing based on your situation and your circumstance and, you know, life outside in general. And so like, that's why we have to be lined up with what the truth is, which is the word of God, mm-hmm. because that truth never changes. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. And so while, you know, our circumstances are going to change and things around us are going to change, like Jesus is never going to. And so we have to know what the truth is, like even what you were talking about before about some of the false teachers. We won't get into that because, again, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast for a different day. <laughs> but, um, you know, we can't identify the lies if we don't know what the truth is and that was my biggest thing was I was not in my bible like I should have been like I would read a devotional or I would have you know a passage with um scripture maybe laid out a little bit more and then someone else's opinion following it and I was saying that I was in the bible and I wasn't like that is not the same as reading the bible um and so I fell prey to a lot of stuff that to the, a lot of the lies that I thought were the truth because I wasn't in the word. Yeah. I want to throw a hundred fire emojis at that because I mean, absolutely. There are many well-intended people. Like I, again, like I'm not saying this to be ugly or hurtful or anything. There are so many people that are like, I'm spending time with the Lord today and their Bibles collecting dust and they're spending time with the Lord is, like you said, reading a devotion or um, consuming content from a quote-unquote Christian influencer. And and even if it's like a small country church, somebody, a pastor at a church that um, is preaching and teaching, like this should be the case. The gospel should be 
our litmus test for everything. Like Mm -hmm. no matter if it's coming, if whatever we're hearing is coming from someone with a small following or a large following or a preacher or anybody, like, I think the same thing can be said about people in real life too, not just on the internet (laughs) or whatever, but it just gets taken like way blown out of the water on the internet because we are a lazy people. Like we want what is convenient and we want what tickles our ears and makes us feel good. That is our sin nature, you know, and it's just so darn easy to get that on the internet. You know, (laughs) you find a likable, shareable post that, um, talks about the God of self and the, uh, idolatry, not in those terms, obviously, but you know, those kind of things make us feel good. Like, yeah, I do need to live my truth. And, you know, yeah, I do need to just, who cares if I hurt everybody else? Like it's about me and how I feel when the Bible tells us a completely different story. Um, so yeah, I think you're absolutely right. We need to line everything to scripture and not pretend and there are some really good devotional books out there I'm not knocking them and I'm not saying don't use resources and don't follow Christian influencers I'm just saying I think both of us are saying um that that is not a substitute for time in the word absolutely yeah I 100% second that it's there's again I have I wouldn't call them friends now but I mean (laughs) I They've they've since moved on, and a lot of it has been because I started speaking out online, um, which is unfortunate because again that's a whole other topic for a different day. But you're going to lose you're going to lose friends when you start sharing the truth because the truth, unfortunately, it divides people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know because we as a society I think have have fallen into that like the feelings movement and self-love and um, the 11th commandment to be nice to everyone. (laughs) Yeah. That, that we need to like like loving our neighbor means like that. We're just like this care bear that's shooting rainbows and sunshine out of our eyes all the time. And it's like, I, I can't lie to you. Like that, that isn't loving in my opinion, you know, not even in my opinion, the truth means that you share the truth it is not always doesn't always feel good but it I forget the verse but like about correction how God corrects his children and that's a good thing like if he didn't love us he wouldn't correct us right like I grew up playing sports and um my coach would always tell us like criticism is a compliment like Mm -hmm. if I'm getting on you and I'm saying something to you then it means I care about you enough to say something to you like the minute I stop talking to you that's when you need to be concerned. Cause like, I've kind of, I've kind of said all I can and you're not taking it. And so I'm just going to back off. And I don't think God does that with us. I like, totally back off. But I do think that we need to realize that like when someone brings something to us or God, like the Holy spirit is like pressing on our heart and saying like, Hey, you need to pay attention to this. This keeps popping up. Um, we have to be sensitive to that and listen to it and take it to the Lord in prayer and, you know, then go from there. And that's another thing we were chatting about is like, what I say, what you say online, what anybody says online, like that's not, we're not the Holy Spirit, right? Like Jesus uses us and we are, you know, vessels that he speaks through, but like we have to each go to the Lord in prayer about these things um, instead of just <laughs> taking what we see or hear online and saying, oh, that's it. Yep. Got it. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, we're not only are we obviously not the Holy Spirit, but we're also not always right. Like, 
even people, the most humble, well-meaning Christian who is speaking out about these things, like, I mean, I, I don't always have it right. You know, I'm still human. I still wrestle with sin every day. Like, I, everything, and sanctification is a process. This is something that I've really, the past three, three years, I feel like, um, the Lord has, well, probably maybe four years or so, but, um, the Lord has just been so gracious and so kind to me and my husband both and just grown us in our faith and in our walk with him. And one of the things, um, that I've really, really learned is other than having an increased love for the word of God and for the church and for his people and, um, a love of, like you said, of being corrected. Like, I don't always have it right. And, you know, there are things that I change my mind about. But, you know, whatever, depending on what God shows me in Scripture and the Holy Spirit's um, conviction and all of that. So I just think it is so important because even because I will be the first one to tell you I don't always have it right. So don't take what I say as the gospel. Like, I'm begging you, <laughs> basically yeah, begging I, you to just spend time with God in, in his word every day. For like, sure, for sure. Um, I think it's a little, that. yeah, no, we for sure do. And I think it's, <laughs> it's sometimes like a little deceiving because like my handle is deep rooted truth. Right. So like people come to my page and think like, that's it. It's the truth. Like I, I am, at, I'm a human. I get it wrong. Sometimes I'm not perfect. Um, but like I said, in the beginning of this, like, are you going to the Bible and going to the Lord and taking it to him? And um, what's the right word? I don't want to say challenge, but you know what I mean? Um, you, like, like going through, it. yeah, examining yeah. things and saying, okay, like I heard this from so-and-so. It doesn't even have to be me. It could be anybody, but let's just use me as an example. Like I saw her post, like, does this line up with what the word of God says? And I think that also goes back to just being, being in a biblically based and sound church because, um, like I've had to do a lot of un I don't unlearning. I don't know if that's the right word. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, like but in a good way, not like totally like breaking my faith yeah. apart, just saying not like, the trendy kind. <laughs> that yeah, not like the popular things that are going on right now where people are like literally like going off in left field and saying like weird things. Um but really like saying, Okay, I don't want to, I shouldn't even use examples because I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings, but I, I grew up in a very like charismatic uh, church environment. And so I've had to um, re-examine a few, a few things and say like, that's actually not biblical. Like God is not a God of chaos. Like he's a God of order. And um, you know, certain things don't actually, that doesn't actually line up with scripture. And so again, it's just really important that we're under, biblically sound teaching so that when we are confronted with something whether it be online or with another person um face to face and like in person that we we have that solid foundation mm -hmm. that that is the word of god you know yeah absolutely and i think that we all need to keep a mindset of humbleness in this um i mean none of us can even understand a single thing about god without his his grace like we need to understand that it is nothing good of good in us and his grace allows us to grow closer to him um and to learn to love him more and stuff like that and so i think that we need to be humble in all of this like as we're 
it can be hard. Like you said, you know, we are taught these things as children or, you know, even as young, immature believers. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like, you know, that's the situation you're in and that's what you're taught. And when, as you grow and develop that relationship with Christ and um, just, I guess, grow in wisdom and discernment, um, it's not always fun to unlearn those things or to realize that you were wrong. I mean, there were, oh my goodness, there have been so many things, so many things that I have been wrong about. Um, And even still, like, I know I've shared this with you, like, sometimes I, this is a whole nother podcast episode, legalism, but I really struggle with legalism sometimes because I'm like, wait a minute, you know, do I need to, I don't want to look like the world and I don't want to partake in X, Y, and Z, or I thought this person was a Christian, so why are they doing that? And a lot of times, um, this is going off on a tangent, I'm so sorry, but uh, (laughs) I think a lot of times as Christians, we forget our freedom in Christ. Um, that, you know, the gospel is Jesus plus nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, that those waters just can get really, really muddy when we are constantly consuming, um, false teachings online just because it's easy. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, so what would your encouragement be to someone who maybe, maybe feels like they're following some people that they should question a little more or, or how do they even start? Like, how do they know um, where to start questioning Christian content that they're consuming? That's a good question. Um, I always encourage people to get into like a 365 day, excuse me, 365 day reading plan. Um, Because I know for myself, I was reading passages here or there. Um, but I wasn't, I didn't have like a plan, right? Like, you know me, I'm a planner. I like things laid out. I like organization. Um, and so I'm, I would also say I'm a very disciplined person, but most, I, there are times where I'm not right. And so having that plan of what to read every day gives me structure and tells me like, okay, you're reading, you know, Genesis one and two and Acts chapter one, that's your reading for the day. Um, I know the Bible can be confusing and that's why, again, it, if you're not in like a biblically sound church, get in one. Um, like I'm right now going through the church process. I just moved. It's really hard, but it's worth it guys. Like to find a church that is sound that you can, because here's the other thing too. And, um, I get a lot of questions online of just like, what about this? And what about that? And how do I know this or that? And it's like, we have the Bible, right? We have the Bible. Um, but your pastor is also a great resource to go to and ask these questions. Okay. You should be able to go to your pastor and ask these questions, you know. Um, but if, you know, if we're not in a church, it's hard, like it's hard to go ask them if or or even if like I'm not saying any like mega churches are bad, but like it's hard to have that personal connection um, when the congregation's so big that you can't go. So maybe there's like a small group you're part of or um, you have a mentor or something like that where you can go go ask these questions of um, the people. But always remembering, too, that like we are human beings, like we said, and we're we're imperfect and we make mistakes. And so like you're not taking it as what somebody says is the truth. Right. Right. Um, It can be confusing. It can be really hard because I mean, we've talked about this before, but 
that's again another whole another episode but like you get let down by certain people when you put your faith in them and it's just it's also realizing like we can't make idols out of these people we can't make um we can't put them even on like a pedestal it's not even say we make them an idol. let's just say we look up to them we can't make them like the end all be all right that is jesus's place it's it's his throne to sit on and no one else's um so i don't know if that answered your question i kind (laughs) of yeah again went off on a tangent i mean answered multiple questions um yeah you and i the downside of trying to record a podcast episode is that we are friends in real life and we've had so many of these conversations (laughs) already like um because they're just topics that we care about we care about people and care about people knowing the gospel and knowing the truth and it Honestly, at the end of the day, it just comes down to being heartbroken over people believing false gospels and um, seeing people led astray. Because, like you said, like we do, we do get so easily entangled in these half truths and in following these people who we think are superhuman or, um, you know, <laughs> I always think about this is so funny. Um, I always think about on it. it Oh my goodness, it's not Joe Dirt. It's like, what is that movie? <laughs> Y'all, I'm about to talk about this one. On oh my gosh. <laughs> Where he says, I like my Jesus in a tuxedo t shirt. What is that? Talladega Nights. Oh, um, there you go. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> I pray that y'all stick around after this, but. Um, <laughs> it's relatable. It's relatable. It is relatable. Okay. So, but just follow me here for a minute. So, that mindset is, I like my Jesus. XYZ. And the whole point of that is you're making your Jesus conform to you instead of yep. you going to Jesus and letting him transform you and change mm-hmm. your sin and realizing, um, I mean, it's narcissistic, right? Like w- we walk mm-hmm. around like we don't have a problem and like, I'm going to make, you know, idols and I'm going to make God be my God or, you know, my truth or whatever, instead of yeah. realizing that we are dead in our sin and we need a savior. And, um, and going to Jesus again humbly and in repentance and truly understanding that there's a problem to be fixed there. Um, and he is the only one that can, he is the only resolution, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, 100%. Percent, <laughs> yeah, we're, I think we're all guilty of that, of just like creating a Jesus that fits us and like our lifestyle rather than actually reading the bible for what it is and saying this is actually who jesus is yeah dying to ourself i mean it literally tells us it it, it's like everybody this this for real is another episode the whole self-love movement but um it's like you know the commandment to um love your neighbor as yourself well that implies that we already love ourselves. like Mm-hmm. the Bible doesn't say, well, girl, you just need to love yourself more. That is the world that tells us that. So these are the yeah. kind of things I'm saying, be careful of when you see, when the content that you consume is constantly tell you, telling you these things that are against the Bible. The Bible also tells us to die to ourselves, to pick up our cross and to follow Jesus. It doesn't say to meddle where you are and stay where you're comfortable and ask Jesus to come along with you. You know, like yeah. it's, I just think we get it twisted because we, obviously because we're human and we're um, in sin, but we, we want Jesus to come to us and to live on our terms. And that, that's not what it's about. Like that is why we need to read the Bible because yeah, everything that we read online says you do you girl, like 
<laughs> follow yeah, your heart. Yeah, if that doesn't make you happy, then you need, then if it's not serving you, oh my gosh, I don't know how many times I've oh, heard yeah. that one. Or God um, would never want you unhappy. Uh, yeah, excuse like, me, have, have you ever read Job? Read, <laughs> or any read, of the Bible? Like, <laughs> any of the biblical heroes, right. like, they were Abraham was asked to like sup, like sacrifice his son. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't even give up like our. I was gonna say five dollars. It's not even five dollars anymore. It's like nine dollars now to go to Starbucks. Like, we can't even give up that. Like, would we really walk up a mountain and? I mean, don't even get me started on that. Um, yeah. but yeah, we we we've just created and and some of us don't even realize it. Like, I didn't even realize it that you we've created this Jesus that like you said, is X, Y, and Z. And I think that's another topic that we can discuss, but like um, the whole thing of salvation, um, I'm finding that so many people are, they insert this, like, what about, but what about the 10 commandments? But what about repentance? What about, look, <laughs> Romans 10, nine says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're saved. Again, it's like, we don't get to insert because we believe personally do you know what I mean like right we have to stick to what the scriptures say um and the other thing as you were talking that I want to add sorry that was totally tangent but um the other thing I wanted to add is just remembering or praying for like the spirit of discernment because yes. while we while we're reading even the word like we need to be able to discern like something it, when I hear these things like some of them are like red flags right but like it's when you're a Christian, it's not so like, it's not so black and white, right? It's like, it sounds really good. And it sounds almost perfect. But that spirit of discernment, the Holy Spirit is going to quicken your spirit and say, no, Tiff, like, that actually isn't what that's not right. Like, the the word actually says, actually says this. Um, So another thing just to add is like, studying and memorizing scripture. Um, Every Monday I put up a slide and I've, I actually moved it to my phone because I used to just write it on my hand, but I was washing my hands so much with COVID. That, um, it kept wearing off and I was like, what does that even say? So I made it a screensaver and just saved it to my phone because I'm, you know, I work for my phone. So I see it constantly, but um, just memorizing scripture, you know, like knowing, I mean, yes, some famous ones, but I don't even know if famous is the right word, but well-known passages. You know I mean? Popular taken out of context scripture. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the ones that you put out the coffee mug or the like bumper stick. No, um, I don't know. Ones that you can come back to and and not only be encouraged with, but like rightly divide scripture, like Paul says. Like yes, and had it on our hearts. Like that is. I'm glad that you mentioned that for sure because that is something. As a mom with two toddlers, my kids are three and five right now, um, and I I have not always been someone who does a really good job memorizing scripture, um, and that's something that I've tried to be very intentional with, with my kids because they are sponges right now. Like Mm -hmm. the things that they say, I mean, today was a day in the toddlerhood. I'm going to just be real. (laughs) We all cried in the bathroom floor this morning. Okay. It ain't always rainbows and sunshine over here, but, um, it is just so, it is such a gift to see how much they can retain. And my prayer is that when they are my age, that they will have those words hidden in their heart and that they will, as they continue in this life, they will be able to pull those out, you know, and know the word of God and know that he is who that they can rely on. Um, And I just think that that's such a practical way. Yeah. Like if you take 
one one verse a week or if you're not ready for that like take one verse take a, month. a month and I think yeah. I can't remember now what you were saying but I thought about this a while ago when you were talking about praying for discernment um I think another thing that has been a gift in my life over the past few years that I've really just for a long time in my Christian walk I just didn't I guess fully understand is context <laughs> yeah um, and this is this is like such a pet peeve of mine online, especially because it happens so often. Scripture is taken out of context and it does even in churches every day um, and in spaces where you would think it wouldn't be. Um, mm-hmm. But the more I've learned about scripture and the more time I've spent in scripture and the more um, God has just been so gracious in helping me understand that and that has also just given me like a better understanding of who God is and his character um and to be able to like you said to be able to see when something is a red flag I hope that makes sense what I'm saying (laughs) yeah and that comes I think from spiritual maturity yeah um and like I said, I don't have it all together, but I, I will say like, I am maturing, right? Like the more you're in the word, you should be because you're either growing closer to God or you're staying stagnant, which means you're growing away from God. Absolutely. Um, so we, yeah, we need to be just in the word memorizing. Like you said, even if it's a month, like take it and really like hide it in your heart. I know that's like a phrase that people say, like, I think somebody asked me recently um, in Instagram on a question question box or something like how do you like med- I think I was saying med- meditate on the word of God <laughs> so like what does that look like what does that mean I was like that's a great question like it it means just like pouring it over you like mm-hmm. the the way you would like pour out a glass of water on a plant like you you just speak it over your life you have it written somewhere where you can constantly see it you're memorizing it um you're you're putting it to memory so that when those situations come up like you can um sorry, I'm losing my train of thought, but you can, you can quote it and bring it back to memory, um, so that you can use it, right? Like it, that's what the word of God is is there for. Right. No, I absolutely agree. I think that, um, I think that a lot of times we, again, this probably just roots back to our, um, inner laziness, (laughs) (laughs) um, which in and of itself can be a form of pride and and idolatry. Um, But I think a lot of times we just want what is convenient and what is easy. Like we don't want to put in the work to study scripture. And I mean, what a reality check. Like I know sometimes we talk about time audits and um, in the whole world of like time audits and personal development, even people who like are really into like, working out and fitness and all of these kind of things you know it's funny to me like we we work on those muscles and we want to measure that kind of growth but how many of us think that just you know going to church for an hour every week or reading a christian post online once a week or whatever is enough to quote unquote stretch that muscle you know what i mean like we're we're not willing to put in the work and um I mean, that's a shame. Like we, we should be ashamed of that. We should be more willing to, um, to study scripture and all of that. And like, like I said, this is also one of those things I feel like you don't always feel like, of course, if you have the option to go take a nap for two hours when your kids are napping or go study scripture, 
well, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be like, go take that nap, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you deserve it. And I'm not saying naps are simple. Please don't hear me say that. I'm just saying that um, everything else, it's almost like every time we get the opportunity to study scripture or to um, be in the word or to even pray or whatever, we are so distracted. We live in a day yeah. and age where we are constantly consuming content and yeah. so distracted. And it's like we just want that mindless scroll. We don't want to do the hard work. And I just think that that's something that, I mean, I've had to do this multiple times. Like, ask God to help me. Like, God, give me a desire for your word. Give me a desire to spend more time with you. Give me a desire to talk to you instead of scrolling Instagram. I know some people scroll TikTok. I don't, I'm like geriatric, so I don't really know how TikTok works, but. <laughs> oh my God. I, um, I don't know TikTok either. Uh, people send me TikToks all the time and I, oh half of them I can't even open because I don't have it. I don't understand how it works. Okay. I don't want another yeah. app, but um, I'm just saying like we are just always entertained and always like desensitized to I think how much we're consuming and I just think that we need to be mindful of that and like be willing to put in the work to to grow in Christ um not that it's a works-based salvation I'm not saying that there's a difference in salvation and uh sanctification but um as we grow and mature in Christ we should have that love um for the word to, to for the meat and not just the milk you know like yep. if you look back and you're not growing just like you said like and I completely agree for myself I am nowhere near perfect like not even a tiny bit but am I closer today than I was yesterday or you know can I look back and see where I've grown closer with Christ or whatever um I think that we should just be mindful of that and and really strive for that because if we are a professing Christian and we don't have a desire this is a whole TED talk, but if we are a professing Christian and we, um, you know, we got our ticket to heaven stamped and we don't have a desire to grow closer to God, then what makes us think that we're a Christian? Like, well, we're not going to like heaven very much because <laughs> that, that's all we're going to be doing is worshiping right. our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So like, you know, like you said, as, as we grow in our walk, like that desire, and I'm not saying we have it every morning. Like, I'll be honest this morning, I got up quote unquote got up like I'm still in my bed and I woke up it's dark outside it's cold like it's winter months right like it's it's gonna be harder if you do your bible time in the morning like I know if you have kids like it's harder um like that's a whole another thing too just like finding the time to um sit down and do it when it's we, we think that quiet time has to be quiet it's it's not going to be like this mum whisper like you can hear crickets um, it might look, it you want might it look to be like... like on Instagram with the perfect candle and your coffee and 17 <laughs> highlighters. It, I can affirm it is not like that with toddlers and what a beautiful yeah. legacy to leave for your children, for them to see you at your wits end and going to God's word over and over and over again. Yes. Like that is my prayer. I, They're I do remember not that. do that very well at like ever. I don't do that as well as I want to. Um, but yeah, I think that's another thing too. A lot of people think that quiet time has to look a certain way or studying my Bible has to look a certain way. You don't need 17 different resources. Like the internet is free and I'm not saying every resource on there is legit, but just do the digging, you know, put forth the work and pray. That's the biggest piece in all of this is pray and ask God to help you. Ask him to guide yeah. you through this. 
he is where the wisdom and discernment comes from anyways. So even if you are reading every commentary out there, every translation of the Bible out there, you're still not going to grow in that wisdom and discernment without God. So ask him for it. Yeah. Pray and ask. He is a good father and he gives good gifts and he will help you with what you're asking. Um, For sure. I was just going to give, as you were saying about the, our, our social media time, <laughs> some other suggestions, but um, I know this is probably going super long, so I'll wrap it up real quick. But like, I think with Instagram, like being on there so much, like even I noticed my attention span has even gotten shorter, shorter and it's been shortened. Um, I think the stats, like the last I heard were like, we have a six second attention span. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then if it's longer than that, we just like click off um, or we go to the next thing. And um, so like, I don't know if you do your quiet time on your phone, but like, I would strongly suggest you to not do it. Even if that means like putting your phone on do not disturb or taking a screenshot and printing it out or finding a resource where it's printable um, because you get notifications and then you get squirreled and then you forget why, why you were even on your phone, you know, even if you do have your Bible, physical Bible out in front of you, um, y- your brain just, it, it gets lost sometimes, right? So, you know, I would suggest getting off your phone as much as you can. Um, I do use the Blue Letter Bible app for commentary, and it's free. So again, if you are looking for resources that are free, that's an awesome one. But um also, I think a lot of people, like, they don't know where to start, right? They don't know where to start reading the Bible. And if they start in Genesis, like, first couple book or first couple chapters of Genesis are good. And then it starts, <laughs> right? Yeah, Leviticus is weird. Numbers is, like, so many numbers. And genealogies, and so, like, like oh, yeah. yeah so <laughs> I always suggest for newer believers or just newer to start reading your Bible to, like, start in the Gospels because you're going to get the picture of who Jesus is, why he came to earth that he, you know, died and rose again and is seated at the right hand of God the Father. And so that to me is um, sometimes a good place to start for newer people to the reading, to reading your Bible or finding a plan. Um, But I still always suggest like a a 365 day reading plan because that will take you through the whole Bible. And just know, yes, some books are harder than others, but there's beauty and value in every book. And there's a reason that is in the Bible, like God would not have written it and put it in there if it wasn't important. Um, and then I think another thing I was doing wrong when I was reading the Bible in my early years, of just like inserting myself into the Bible. Like I was always taught like you're David and you need to go slay your giants. <laughs> like, no, I'm not David. You're not David. David is David. Um, so always looking for God and like, where is God in this passage? Where can I learn more about God, because that is the whole point of the Bible. It is God redeeming us, graciously redeeming us for his glory. It's not about us. It's not about inserting us into the Bible or the stories. It's where is God and what can I learn from him about this passage or where can I see his character? Um, And that's, I think, where that like love of scripture comes from, because if we're constantly looking for God and not ourselves, then we have a love for him and not us. Amen. I think that that is the perfect place to end everything you just said. Amen. (laughs) All right. You made, you just made so many of my friends happy. I can see them cheering when you said you're not David. (laughs) I just, I, and again, I went to churches that told me that. And so it's just so important that we're reading the Bible correctly. Yeah. 
I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for this, Tiffany. Um, friends, if you're listening, I am just so thankful for you, and I pray that you've been encouraged.